broken window garden. Broken window garden. Live improvised. Live improvised. Sound clips live. <laughs> Good morning. It's Sunday, October 3rd, 2021, 11.14 a.m. You're listening to The Broken Window Garden. Let's get started. Oh, thank goodness. You're saving me. And I promise to make this as painless for you as possible. Life is glorious, but life is also wretched. It is both. Appreciating the gloriousness inspires us, encourages us, cheers us up, gives us a bigger perspective, energizes us. We feel connected. But if that's all happening, we get arrogant and start to look down on others, and there is a sense of making ourselves a big deal and being really serious about it, wanting it to be like that forever. The gloriousness becomes tinged by craving and addiction. On the other hand, wretchedness, life's painful aspect, softens us up considerably. Knowing pain is a very important ingredient of being there for another person. When you are feeling a lot of grief, you can look right into someone's eyes because you haven't anything to lose. You're just there. Though wretchedness humbles us and softens us, but if we were only wretched, we would all just go down the tubes. We'd be so depressed, discouraged, and hopeless that we wouldn't have enough energy to eat an apple. Gloriousness and wretchedness need each other. One inspires us, the other softens us. They go together. So often when we have a conversation around masculinity and just a conversation about men, right? Yeah. When we're like, men need to do this, right? Men need to do this differently. For who? For women, right? Women, you're hurting women, you're hurting us in all these different ways. We need you to be different for us. And I think that that's a valid conversation to have. Everyone should have that conversation if they want sure. to. I started realizing that we were assuming that men were bad instead of assuming that men were good. We were assuming that masculinity was inherently a problem instead of assuming that masculinity could be the solution. And that a lot of men who were hurting women or a lot of men who were doing, you know, participating in these stereotypical male behaviors that are, you know, not helpful for our society, a lot of the men didn't want to participate in those behaviors, right? Or they had participated in them because they'd been hurt by that system. That system is a system in which they were raised and in which they didn't necessarily feel super excited about. And, and uh, I started really following men's pain. Uh, which is what came up in every interview that, that I had with men, is that they were not 
uh, happy and go lucky and enjoying all this male privilege, or they were, but there was a lot of pain. And so um, I, I realized we're fighting, we're on you know, different sides of a fight when in fact we could all be on the same side and it'd be a much better party yeah. <laughs> to attend uh, and we could come up with better solutions.
trying to teach us how to throw all this stuff out the window, but when I get out there, I'm gonna have kids. And you guys are telling me to teach them to cry, and it's okay to do this, and it's okay to do that, but yet when they go to school, kids ain't like that. I'm, I'm from Granada Hills, California, and there's a lot of white people right there, and the white people are mean sometimes, and they can be on you, you know what I'm saying, Benjamin? Um, <laughs> but at the end of the day, at the end of the day, you know, at the end of the day, you know, I'm, I, on a serious note, you know, kids are killing themselves over being bullied at school. Sure. You know what I'm saying? So I can understand me putting this to my life because that's what I have to do in order to stay out. But teaching this to my kids, I want to know on a real note how you guys expect me to do that. To all the feminist cultures out there doing your thing, this one is for you.
That's it. Take care, everybody.